Welcome to Near Death Experience Podcast, the official source of audio accounts for the Near Death Experience Research Foundation. I'm Chaz Hathaway, author of Life in the Spirit World, What Near-Death Experiences May Teach About Life on the Other Side. Today we're going to share a short experience by Carol, but I want to talk a little bit about it, and, uh, and then we'll talk a little bit more about the podcast and, and you know, explore some ideas for the future, uh, um, since we are going on a year now. So, anyway, this is Carol's experience. She says, I was with my aunt in the Pacific Ocean. I was on an inner tube, and she was pushing me out until the water came to her neck. When she went to turn around and head back to shore, a wave picked up the tube and dumped me to the bottom. She kept reaching for me but couldn't find me. I just sat on the bottom, and my short life started going before my eyes. Birthday parties, Christmas, mostly good memories. I don't remember any bad memories at that time. My aunt finally found me, and when she touched me, the memory stopped. She pulled me up by my hair, and she was crying. Now, that's the end of the account, but if you uh, look in the questionnaire, there's, there's a few more things that I think um, are worth mentioning that she doesn't include because this is like one of those ones with a detail level of one or maybe two out of five. Um, very low detail in the description, but in answering questions, she gives a little bit more detail. She says, uh, to the question, did you feel separated from your body? She says, yes. I could feel myself, or I could see myself from above and a little behind. So I was looking at the crown of my head and watching my hair float around. Interesting. And interesting that she didn't include that in the account. It's just a, it just shows, you know, she's obviously not a very detail-oriented writer, I guess. But uh, to another question, she's asked, did you pass into or through a tunnel? She answers, yes. The tunnel came before me when my, when the memories were coming to an end. At that time, my aunt reached me and I didn't enter the tunnel but I saw it. By the way, the memories were in chronological sequence, so I went, or so I knew when they were going to stop because they were getting closer to that day. And then uh, to the question, did you see an unearthly light? She answered, yes. The light was in the tunnel and was very bright, warm, and inviting. Did scenes from your past come back to you? She replies, my past flashed before me out of my control. And then to the question, was the experience difficult to express in words? She says, yes. At the time, I was only six, and I had never experienced or heard of anything like this before. Everyone around me was upset and frightened, and I didn't tell anyone at the time what had happened. So that is the end of the questions. There are other questions that are answered too that are, you know, I mean, they're, they're answered in the experience itself, just one word answers and stuff like that. But uh, she does classify it as positive. The things I find interesting in this is that it's unclear whether she ever goes fully unconscious. I, I'm not sure. Um, it appears that probably what happened is she went under the water probably sucked in some and then was out 
and found herself, you know, floating above, looking down at the crown of her head with her hair floating about. And she see and she sees this tunnel um, in the distance. I don't know if it's coming towards her or just inviting her or what, but there's this gorgeous light at the end of it. And without going to the tunnel, um, she sees her life uh, going before her eyes or, or before she reached the tunnel. I don't know if she's headed for it or what. I don't know. But uh, she sees her life in chronological order happening, mostly good memories. And I don't know if she is saying that she only has mostly good memories or if she was only shown uh, mostly good memories. But, I mean, she's only six years old at the time. So, I mean, it's not like you could say that she has made major mistakes in her life and has needs to revamp her life or anything at six years old. I don't know too many people that are that far gone, if you will. Most of them are just, uh, are, are just trying to figure out who they are and, and learning to listen to their parents and, and play and have a great time. I mean, that's, that's what a life of a six-year-old should be, learning, play, and, and uh, learning to to get along in her family and so forth. But uh, anyway, when her aunt touches her, I assume grabs hold of her hair at that time, um, she is uh, instantly brought back. And uh, that's interesting. There is something to be said for contact. I have heard of this numerous times. Physical contact with a dying or dead loved one can sometimes make a connection deeper. So if you're trying to call somebody back, you know, obviously, you know, CPR and so forth are often, you know, include physical contact, but just taking a hand with the intent, with the thought of saving you, you know, that connection deepens somehow for some reason it, um, from everything I've read so that if you're speaking to somebody, if you just hold their hand or touch their hand or something, um, you know, just whatever, that will intensify the connection that their spirit has with their body. I don't know why, and whether they will just hear better or experience it better, I don't know. It just seems that uh, from these many experiences, that contact um, actually helps. And whether or not it will be sufficient is going to depend on you know, the depths of the injuries and whether the person is willing to come back and all these other factors. But I think that's worth noting. The physical touch is powerful. And um, she says that that her memories came in chronological sequence, so she knew when they were going to stop because they were getting closer to the day. Now, there are those people out there who have life reviews who reach the present day and then go on and see more uh, for their future. And most of the time those futures are forgotten or else they're vague enough that they, they can't quite, you know, it's not like they can say, okay, I'll, I'll get up tomorrow morning and have this for breakfast and, and this will happen and somebody will knock on the door. It's not usually like that. It's more like, uh, like they see themselves serving somebody in a particular kind of a situation, maybe a social services type job or something in, in sort of a generic way and helping people to, you know, whatever it is that they're going to be doing. And uh, these are not always just, you know, direction for what you should do in the future. Sometimes they're shown 
you know, this is the painful things you're going to go through and they see abuse or, or other troublesome things in their future, which often makes it hard for them to decide to come, to decide to come back. But when they're shown why it's so important that they come back, they're usually willing to do so, even knowing what they're going to be suffering. Anyway, very interesting experience. Okay, let's talk for just a minute about the future of the podcast. We have just reached, or we will be reaching, um, on Monday, the one that posts on Monday, will have just passed one year of doing a a five-day-a-week podcast. Now, I am still open to suggestions of how you would like to see this go, and, uh, and I am, you know, making choices based partially on what you would like and partially upon what um, I want to do, you know, feel like doing or have the time and energy to do and so forth. But here's what I'm kind of thinking so far is to do a podcast episode twice a week. They'll be a little bit longer. I can't guarantee that they will be, you know, like an hour long or things like that, but I will aim for more than 20 minutes and uh, I will, you know, try not to go too much over an hour, but there will be times when I just, life is as life can be and I'll only be able to do short podcasts. I'm, I try to leave myself some leeway to say, you know what, it's a rough day. Instead of just having this existential, like, oh, I can't keep doing this kind of thing. We'll just have a quick five-minute podcast on those days. And then the days that I'm really into it and feeling good, we'll have them be longer and so forth. And, and it may depend on the length of the experiences I find as well. Um, I would be interested in hearing from you about the length of the experiences that you would like to hear, because most of the experiences that I find on endearth.org, which is just absolutely the biggest, most expansive repository of near-death experiences I can find on the planet so far. Um, IONS has quite a few as well, and I will probably get more from there because they do have more of the longer experiences on there than I can find as easily on endearth.org because anyway, yeah, so, but, uh, I would like to hear from you what kinds of things you would like to hear. And I'll probably do more discussion on them. Um, not just to stretch it out longer, but but to talk about things. And, you know, I mean, I I would be interested to see what you would think about um, having conversation. We'll, we'll continue to always have a near-death experience involved in the conversation, of course. That's the purpose of the podcast. And that's, you know, we'll always read that up front and then talk about things. Um, I would be interested in knowing if you would like to hear more of, you know, I don't know, inspirational type speech, you know, uh, uh, things talking about uh, um, accomplishing, you know, what you're here to do versus, you know, spirituality versus, you know, um, ideas for um, coming closer to God, uh, even having more religious type discussions. I, I, I'm just curious what you're interested in hearing. And chances are there will be some of each of all those kind of things as we go along. And I would like to hear from more of you uh, in terms of your own experiences and so forth. And And don't be shy about, you know, the time that it takes. Because if we're trying to 
allow for longer podcast episodes. It's totally cool if you record yourself reading, you know, uh, reading, not reading, I'm sorry, um, telling your experience and then email the mp3 to me or a link to the mp3. If you use archive.org, you can upload pretty much any size of, of uh, audio and then you can just send me a link. Um, archive.org is fabulous for that. That is um, what I've been using to upload my podcast episodes because they do allow any size of podcast for some reason that is hard to find <laughs> without paying an arm and a leg um, places that are willing to let you upload large audio files anyway so you can do that record it and upload it to archive.org or any other site whatever get it to me and i would love to share it on the podcast if there is swearing or other non-family friendly things on it i will edit it you know um i'm i have no problem doing that um so that we can keep it family friendly people will be able to listen with their kids if they feel so inclined and so forth i do try to uh warn you if it's going to be an exceptionally uh you know distressing experience or if the medical aspects are kind of over the top you know and i usually don't share too much of that unless it's really pertinent to the story anyway i'd just like to know some of your thoughts just so you know um if you are giving feedback and everybody's responding you know unanimously that they want this particular way um about the podcast and it's not seeming to show up it's probably because these are recorded a week to two weeks in advance. And so even now, as you're reading this, I've got about a week and a half uh, of recordings done already that are going to post before you start seeing any differences in, you know, based on, on uh, requests and based on comments that I receive. But I want to hear your comments. I want to hear your thoughts. Um, obviously can't, please everyone because some people want short some people want long some people want you know more experiences some people want more talk i mean it's a, yeah i just want to get a, a bit of a consensus of what you're thinking and then based on what my own thoughts are my own feelings about different things are you know there may be times where we just share an experience and be done other times where maybe we'll share an experience and then talk about something really motivational and just really go into detail about that i would love to do more of you know depending on how much time i have and so forth um some things around specific topics of near-death experiences you know talking in more detail about the tunnel and and the kind of things people describe in experiencing the tunnel and or or whatever it is you know um and the void whatever um Another thought that I've had that would be kind of interesting is, you know, keep in mind that near-death experiences are not just about the other side, but they're also about what they learned and, and come back, uh, you know, feeling like they need to change in their lives. Sometimes they need to change aspects of their relationships or their families and, and different things like that. It might be kind of fun to, to do some episodes talking about you know, some life skills and so forth. Because let's face it, you know, when most people use the word, you know, near-death experience, they're usually referring to something that really scared them, something that almost killed them or could have, um, but has nothing to do with the other side. And 
those people come back with new perspectives. Uh, I should say, I shouldn't say come back. They don't go anywhere, but they come out of the the uh, nearly dying experience, as I prefer to call it. Um, they come out of their nearly dying experience with a new paradigm, at least often a feel like they need to change their paradigm you know maybe they need to treat their spouse better maybe they need to be spend more time with their kids and so forth and we could talk about you know how to better get along with your kids we could talk about um, relationships we could talk about I mean I've I wrote a book on dating for heaven's sake I I, I don't consider myself an expert expert but uh but I think the thing that's rung through all the different kind of work that I do uh, in music, in author, you know, the books that I author and, and different things is trying to get the best out of life. So I'd love to include some of that kind of stuff in these podcasts. So just let me know what you want to hear and, you know, whether you want it to be a regular thing or just, you know, any chance you could do an episode where you mentioned some ideas of how you could you know, find better, a better relationship in your life or a better, you know, situation with your kids or whatever, you know, it, it could be anything. Um, it's, it's my podcast. I can do what I want. So <laughs> what do you want to hear? Let me, uh, let me hear about it and maybe we'll, we'll have some fun with it. And as I already mentioned, I would love to talk more about spiritual things and, and about, um, ways that we can, you know, like I said, drawing closer to God and feeling his spirit, feeling um, direction from him in our lives and so forth. I would love to talk more about that and so forth. But uh, but yeah, anyway, so let me know what you think. Just uh, just email neardeathexperiencepodcast at gmail.com or you can call 970-NDE-CAST. Um, to let me know your thoughts, feelings, experiences, so forth, what you've thought of this last year, what you would like to see in the future. Um, I'm, I'm going to be pretty flexible about how things are done for a little while until we settle into a routine of seeing what is really working. And uh, my guess is it won't be all that different other than, uh, you know, the individual episodes will hopefully be a little bit longer than they've been lately. So, um with that, if you would like to support the podcast uh, financially, you can do so by either purchasing my book, Life in the Spirit World, or you can go to patreon.com slash ndecast and becoming an ongoing monthly contributor. And just so you know, with the new year, the Patreon uh, subscribers or uh, contributors will also continue to receive uh, their extra uh, episode per month, or I'm sorry, per week. And, uh, as long as we continue to keep getting $50 or more into that right now, we're getting about 60, I think. And, and so we'll continue to put out those extra episodes every week. So with that, thank you, you guys. Thank you for a wonderful year. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for contributing thank you for your messages. And, and if this is touching you in any way, I'd love to hear from you. If you're too shy, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. I'll have a life review someday and see how it's made a difference in your life. At least I hope so. I'd love to be able to see the, the, the effect that I've had in people's lives, um, good and bad, for the sake of learning. And I don't know. I'm just a very self-reflective person. You know, I, <laughs> 
I'm, I'm a, a white yellow personality if you know the color code personality profiles anyway <laughs> thank you so much again for listening mm-hmm.